Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf, and today I have returning guest Ritu Chandras here. Hi, everybody. So good to be here again. And Ritu just was hosting this weekend at Brokerage, right? Yeah, at the Brokerage in Belmore, Long Island. Such a fun weekend. It's a great club. Like all their, they have three clubs out there. Have you been out to Long Island? I've been out once, really. I've been out to Long Island more than once, but to one of, I forget which one of those clubs. I went to, but it the, was nice. The crowds are always great and the staff is amazing. So that's just a little plug. Govs.com. But Ritu is an incredible comedian. So I, seriously, check her out. Do you have stuff on YouTube? Or? I don't post clips, actually. You don't? I don't. Well, I then should, you have to come to one of her shows. Yeah, you have to come to a show. Um, She is, yeah, she's one of the funniest comedians and she's a mom yes. and she's managing both. Right. And, and you started comedy when you were already full mom. Yeah. So that's pretty badass. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You well, too. I'm obviously you a too. fan. Yeah, well, we're both <laughs> badass. That's why we're friends. Right. So, okay. So we're going to start getting into stuff. Yeah. Well, first, before we get into like the juicier stuff, which right. we won't even get too juicy about. So I kind of want to, I think what I want to talk about is, and I think it's a really good message, especially with the way things are today, is that... In life, we are all encounter sometimes um, these situations, situations like uh, where you're dealing with um, someone who's unreasonable, uh, like what's, whether it's road rage or anything like that, like someone who's just being unreasonable and then and then the pursuit of being right, you can put yourself in harm's way. Like sometimes it's not about being right, it's about being safe and that you need to just walk away from um, crazy people and crazy situations. Amen. Yep. Yeah. And I didn't, I, I really, you know, I'm 44. I'm saying it like I'm just learning that. And I really feel like I just did through this, what we're going to get into. Um, that it, yeah. Well, okay. So, so how I'm going to let you, because it's a delicate topic, I'm going to let you You, kind of navigate how you want to address. Okay. Feel free to ask me any questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we've been living, we live in Berkeley Heights, New Jersey. Uh, my An amazing and neighborhood, by the way. Really for- cute neighborhood. Uh, we've lived there for 10 years. And immediately when we moved in, there's an el- uh, an elderly couple across the street. They uh, welcomed us to the neighborhood. Uh, they told us anytime we want to use their property as a cut through to the park or the swimming pool or any, any of... Um, that we're welcome to. They basically had a gate in their backyard that just dumps you in this beautiful park. Uh, so that was very nice of them. They did that 10 years ago. And for 10 years now, we've been doing that. I pushed my son and his baby carriage through there. I've walked my dog who's no longer with us. We walked the new dog. You know, we've gone there to walk the dogs. We've gone that way to go to the swimming pool. We've gone that way for millions of reasons, sometimes two, three times a day going through their property on their gate. It's never been a problem for anybody until about six months ago. The neighbor next to them, let me describe her. So she, I'm not even sure if she's 40. Um, just be, I want to describe her so you understand. She's not an old person. It's not somebody who's kind of like an elderly, cranky person. This is a young person. She has a daughter my son's age. So uh, her daughter is 10 as well or about that. Um, and, uh, you know, kind of like the same kind of family, one child as we are. So just... Can I add my opinion yeah. of her on here? Or is yeah, that go ahead. 
in my opinion, I'm saying this almost as nicely as possible, huge stick up her ass. Huge Is stick that up. fair to say? Absolutely. Because I know we're being very delicate. Absolutely. About, okay. And uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's how I would describe it. I think her. that's like the so, nicest I mean, way to we, say that. So for 10 years now, we initially, she start, she would, you know, <laughs> I would describe her behavior as kind of unstable with me. Sometimes she would be friendly and we would be friends and we would be talking. And then for no reason, she would stop talking. And it got to the point where over the past year, even before this started, my son and I would laugh because she looked constipated if she saw me. Yeah. Like it just... I don't know why. I honestly haven't thought about her in years. I'm so busy doing comedy and my life is fantastic. I don't think about what I don't I, I don't even have the shades open in the house half the time because I'm like a crack baby trying to catch up on sleep from comedy. So <laughs> I honestly am like so checked out of what's going on. So six months ago, uh, my, my husband walks the dog through the gate. Her husband comes running after him and says, can you stop? walking this way because when you walk this way our dog barks and my husband said you know I won't walk there early in the morning or late at night but we're not going to stop using the gate because the alternative is to go up and around which adds about another 30 minutes to the walk and in the morning we're pressed for time he has to go to work I have to go to the gym whatever it is we have permission to use this property that's not theirs okay so that was it Um, then we thought that was settled, but then a few months later, my husband goes through again, maybe uh, not a few months, a few weeks later, my husband goes through again. Um, husband comes running after him and this, the tone was more like this. Like, I thought we talked about this, like that kind of tone. Mm -hmm. And my husband's like, yeah, we did. And I said, I wouldn't go early in the morning and late at night. And I haven't done that. And, um, There was no resolution in the conversation. Obviously, the only thing they were looking for is for us to stop walking there. Okay. So um, now the old the old woman lives who lives there. She's talking to me about it. Whose gate and property it is. Whose gate and property it is. Correct. She's talking to me about it. She's like, well, she's like, um, I said, Jeannie, if you don't want us on your property, please tell us we will gladly stop using the gate and Jeannie's words were I of course I don't mind you using my property that's how I see how Alex is growing that's how I see you guys and I stop and I say hello I would never tell you not to use my property meanwhile this couple is pressuring her to shut the gate they're having conversations with her Jeannie's told me they're telling her you know Somebody could get hurt and then you'll be liable. Like they're just... They're, get hurt using a gate? Well, yeah. I mean, if somebody's on your property and they hurt themselves, you you technically can be liable, right? So... Right. But that's a stretch. Correct. So... It's, it's not like, like you're using her swimming pool. Do you get what I'm saying though? Like look, you're walking First of all, it's her gate. business. It's not your business how she uses her property. I would never have the gall to tell my neighbors on either side who should be accessing their property or not, ever. And what's the deal with their dog that keeps barking? Okay, so the dog is a a very ill-trained German Shepherd. Um, Those are big dogs. Huge. And when you don't have control, I mean, they're killing machines. That's why the police use them. Yeah. They're they're there. And so 
my whole thing is not a well-trained one by the way so if any of you because i know some people have german shepherds that are really nice which i'll get into but when they're not trained properly right then they can be terrifying i mean i'll get into it now actually so the this dog lunged at another neighbor and he fell and then she went over there crying and apologizing so she's aware of the behavior how did it lunge at the neighbor on the leash or off the leash? on the leash but but still it's a very strong dog got it and uh it coming at you uh, another neighbor um, babysits for for them. And when she went to the house, the dog gets locked in a crate in the garage. Wow. And Here her, we go. And the words to the babysitter were, oh, she's not good with people. So that's where we keep her when people are in the house. So this is the thing. They know the nature of the dog. Okay. So... And of course, the dog's acting like that when you keep it locked away. When you unlock it, they've it's had the go. dog since it was a puppy. There's no bad dogs. There's only bad dog owners. The only exception <laughs> to that rule, I'll say, is if you adopt a dog, okay, because it has had trauma that you were not responsible for that it needs to get over. But if you but have even a dog, then, you rocked a little baby and you talk to it like this, <laughs> and then it's all okay. Yeah, she's a little cheetah pup. She's the cutest. Exactly. <laughs> But if you raise a dog from a puppy and it's not uh, well behaved or it's aggressive, that's your fault. Totally. So. I mean, yeah, I don't want to say. I know I do have a friend, though, who has like a crazy pup and, and he's been kind of nutsy for a while so also I mean maybe sometimes there are persons I'm not saying in this case yeah but you but. should get the proper training then there's tools out there they're not cheap for sure but there are yeah. tools out there I mean well you the can't point have a dog, is this woman stinks okay right, that's the point stinks. also it's like okay so your dog barks the dog barks when we walk in front of the house if it sees you the dog barks if you you know you walk on uh, uh, you're on the street so the dog barks okay poor, not, poor dog honestly so so now it's, uh, I don't know, a month or six weeks since this initial, since we've been made aware. My husband is walking home from the dog. She is outside. She starts screaming at him. She calls him names. You're being a jerk. You know, you're setting a bad example for your son. Just completely berating him. Wow. Yeah. And then... Um, so she completely berates him, whatever. My husband doesn't really react to it, which good for him because I definitely would have, I think. So we now know that she's really becoming unraveled right now. She's out there screaming at him. I forgot to mention also one day he went through the gate. Everything was fine. One day he came back through the, and then when he came back through the gate, there was a pile of dog shit there. Oh my God. So I don't know who put it there. Obviously we didn't see, so I can't say, but I'm going to assume I'm, yeah, that's my assumption that maybe perhaps. Oh, she is is unraveling. Yes. So she's unraveling. About a gate. Yes. Because it makes her dog bark. Right. So it brings up chaos in her life that she's trying so hard to keep out or something. Probably because so because if you can unravel that easily over you're well, already putting all your energy into keeping you know order like this where you're shaking like I need order right and then boom something goes wrong and it just the whole thing I blows. think she needed an order I think there's something personal about it because she doesn't like us too so that's, that's right a, you know because like I said we've been walking the dog there for 10 years why in the past six months all of a sudden is this an issue with you yeah I just like the face you made once that you literally went like that you're faced <laughs> you were like like you're so I'm, well yeah. well I would like to before you finish 
I think part of why she doesn't like you is because you represent a kind of freedom yeah. that she's almost subconsciously envious of. Like, I don't think she lets herself even realize how jealous she is, but she sees you, you're beautiful, you've got a great family, a good house, and you're living your dreams. Like, she, do you know what I mean? She's right. probably quaking, wishing she, you know, so then she wants to make you the bad guy. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, like I said, it's been going on and off for years, and I... the way I would always thought I was like well the times when she was being nice maybe that was the times when she was I don't know medicated but maybe not I don't know I mean that's not that's not nice maybe that's when she was trying to be your friend that's what it felt like almost like sometimes yeah that's what it felt like so um so she screams at my husband so we're seeing the unraveling now the old woman tells me the last conversation before what the incident I'm about to get to with the old woman is um, she was over there crying hysterically, apparently. And the old woman says, I just got my degree in social work. And let me tell you, something's wrong with her. I was like, really? You think? But I didn't say that. I was, she's like, um, she's like, I just think this is the straw that's breaking the, you know, that's the, it's the last straw for her and she just can't handle it. And cause I really don't see how someone could be so upset over, over this. Maybe her husband's like cheating or something. I have no idea. And she's taking that, it out we can't, on the We gate. shouldn't say that though because oh, we I'm don't sorry. have any idea. Okay. So I have I, no, we, there's no evidence supporting that. Yeah. I, uh, you're just, you're just, I'm just saying it seems like there's something's a lot wrong. of stress. It seems like something's definitely There you wrong. go. Thank okay. you. So, um, <laughs> I have to work anyway. So, no, no, no. is uh, that okay? I said what I, that's yeah, complete you said opinion. It, right. yeah, yeah. I said it. Yeah. Ritu did not say yeah. that. So, um, something's wrong. Yeah. So something. So, so, so again, I said to her when I'm having this conversation, I said, Jeannie, if you want us to stop walking there, just tell me and we will. Yeah. She's, she's like, no, no, you're fine. But so this is what happened. Um, my son and I, my son was home from school. We went, we walked the dog. We came back. It's in the morning. Um, and we heard her scream at us. Okay. That day. And we didn't turn around and look and we just kept on our oh way. She screamed something like, why do you, why can't you walk on the road or some, something? We went on. We went, we went, we went and had a nice little afternoon. We came back and when we came back, uh, it was time to walk the dog again. I saw her uh, pacing on the porch with her German shepherd. Like she saw us, like she was waiting for us. That's what it felt like. Um, she, so we go to walk the dog. She came charging at us with the German Shepherd. Uh, the German Shepherd is barking and lunging. Now, mind you, my neighbor, one of my neighbors, I went around talking to people. She said, I heard the barking. I thought the dog was attacking somebody. So I opened the window and I saw your son and you and her and the dog. Okay. Whoa. So this was, that's what my neighbor. That's how bad the aggression and the barking was. Across the street too. It wasn't even like right there across the street. Okay. So she said, so, uh, so she how comes, close was this German shepherd from your son? Uh, it was within four to five feet. But of pretty our close. Feet. Yeah. Very close. So very scary. Very scary. Um, she came charging. I no t- one is allowed to use their animals as purpose we- purposeful weapons. You might as well wave a loaded gun at us. Yeah. That's the same thing. In fact, I was more And to fearful. do it to your son who was how, how old? How do you involve my your son, son in this? You're telling me We won't my, use his name, but how old? My son is 10. How yeah. you can't you can't curb your anger until I'm not with a child? Like that is really 
crazy behavior. Had she tried getting the cops involved at that point? Like, uh, like was she trying? Or I guess no, she didn't have any rights. It's she not her didn't. property. She never had any right to any of this because it's not her property. Okay. This is crazy. It's not her property. <laughs> That's the one thing I need to to. And anyone I've discussed. So you weren't trespassing. No. Anyone at I've all. Dis- nothing. And she was still yeah. And anyone I've ever discussed the story with is always like, wait, it's not her property. Tell her to shut up. I was like, yeah, I know. And like I said, we were willing to concede not going at certain hours to the dog and bark. Okay, so she comes charging at us. She starts screaming. And I totally go into the mode of like, I'm dealing with someone who's obviously not well. And you better stay calm. Because, and I was scared. I was scared for me and my son. So You had a dog right in your face. And if she let go of that dog, one of us would have been hurt. Yeah. If not killed. Okay. Um, so she's screaming. Uh, you know, why can't you walk in the road, this and that? Um, and, you know, I stayed calm and I, and I tried to get my son. I was to just like ignore, keep walking. And I said to her, I said, we don't have to talk to you. And she's like, yes, you do. You have to talk to me, like completely unhinged. I think part of the issue she was having in this was, one, she couldn't handle not getting her way because she's always gotten her way in life, one of those. Two, um, she wasn't being heard and that was setting her off because we still were conducting our business and we weren't listening to what she wanted so she felt like she wasn't being heard so when I said to her we don't need to speak to you we don't have to talk to you then she went she went ballistic screaming so I got Alex I was like because Alex was frozen Alex wasn't even moving he was frozen yeah I was like come on you know getting him to move along and I said, the problem isn't you. The problem is the dog, which also set her off uh, completely. And we went, we, uh, I called my husband immediately. I didn't know what to do. You know, we called the police. They're like, do you have it on video? I was like, no. So <laughs> believe it or not, we went back that way with the video ready, hoping that she would be there because I knew, I knew that there, that this was going to be the issue that we didn't capture it on video. I actually told my son initially when we started walking across the street and I saw her going back and forth, I said, get ready to tape it. He got so frightened, he couldn't. Yeah, of course. So I can't believe you went back Yeah, to try to video it. Because, Weren't you terrified? Yeah. There were two men outside, though, um, who had been power washing, who witnessed the whole thing. So I was kind of like, at, felt a little safety in the fact that they were outside. But um, yeah, we were terrified. But again, um, that's a whole nother issue about this whole video, having to get everything on video. Um, So we get back to the house. Uh, I call the old woman. Um, She was clearly frazzled and was like, I, you know, she's like, I I think I have to basically, I think I have to shut the gate. And I was like, you have, you do what you have to do. But just so you know, she, she attacked us. And so uh, we got in the car and we drove down to the police. And so the police officer said I could fill out a report, but basically he wasn't going to go investigate it because it's he said, she said, which is why they wanted the video for it. Yeah. Um, which was which was upsetting. So I filled out the report. I hold on. Shane, we're podcasting. Shane, dude. No, honey. No, no, no. You give her the eggs. No, just like one, but I'm podcast. Okay, then just leave them out or put them in the fridge. <laughs> Can you get Jada? Shaney. Now. 
Look at this little paparuno. This one's ferocious. I know. So ferocious. Oh, I love Paul. Okay. Yeah, just just thank one you. for now. I'll give it later. Yeah, thanks, bub. Oh, thank you. This necklace, this one? I got it from my the all-school meeting I went to. There's this lovely woman, Irene, who made everyone these gorgeous necklaces with like this important symbol in them. So thank you, bub. Okay. I also want to make sure we understand the dog is barking and lunging as she's screaming. But that's why I'm surprised why you'd even enter that again, that like death trap. Because I needed the video. Because look, first of all, nothing has happened. If I'd had that video, this would be a... I would be getting... Well, it's crazy, and you kind of already said this, that they... I get why people like video, but... Because right now he said it's... it's it's um. It's he said she's just she's just going to say she didn't do it. Mm. OK, so I um, so I uh, is your oh, you got to move your phone away from the equipment. It's starting to. There you go. So I uh, um, so we but we get home, we get in the car, immediately drive there. Mind you, the police have come to my house because my the, a few years ago because my dog was outside barking to tell me that a neighbor complained it was barking. So I still am not completely clear on why this didn't merit a visit to just go investigate what had happened. So they had visited your house. This is so like years suburban ago. wars. Yeah. Um, so they had visited your house when your dog was barking years for ago. a noise complaint years for, ago. Yeah. But they wouldn't come for this for a woman who had misused her dog as a weapon. Right. Just to even go say, hey, if she was really that upset, she should have gone to the police, even though she has no leg to stand on. She might have gone to the police and she might have gone to the police and they might have said to her, if it's not your property, you can't do anything. I don't know. Because it would have never come back to me. Do you see her now ever? Yeah. Like, What's what are those interactions? Well, we still like? so so anyway. So I'm dealing with the police department, trying to get them to do something. Um, I go back to the police department. I file another complaint. That police officer was more helpful. He tried to go over there. Um, then we appeal to the police chief, kind of like we don't think this matter was handled properly. And then we get a detective who was really on it. Um, by the way, the moral of the story here to me also is just call nine one one. I didn't want to call 911 because we were no longer in harm. We were standing in our driveway safe. But I should have called 911 because that would have forced the police to come. Interesting. So 911, when you go through them. Because I was calling the non-emergency police line. Got That's it. That's who I called from the park. The non-emergency. Because we weren't physically, like, we were no longer physically threatened. We no, were I get in the why park. you would call the other number. But if you and had so called 911, what would have happened? The police would have showed up immediately. Got it. They have to. They have they to have respond. To. I hear you. So that's my learning lesson too. Um, I'm not call nine one one. Just call nine one one. So if you guys want the police to come, yeah, nine one one. Nine one one. So I feel like we're like talking. I feel like we're teaching third grade. If you want the police to come, you gotta call nine one one. Because I know this is the thing, though. I know the police are getting nine one one calls all day for things that aren't nine one one. I saw one I was- yesterday where a dude called nine one one because he was so hungry. He asked them to bring him a cheeseburger. Shut up! But he must have been like he's got obviously be on, drugs. on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that is a nine one one though. I but think. like, if you really think you're starving on drugs, <laughs> yeah. like how great! Like there, he's like, please bring me a cheeseburger. <laughs> what was that on? Something on the internet. I saw. 
like on the That's internet hilarious. i was like at first i wanted to laugh and then i like felt bad for That's the guy hilarious. i'm like he must have really been hungry yeah <laughs> like anyway sorry keep so going. my son and i but also by the way are completely terrified after this like of there's course. no there's nowhere way we're going anywhere near her the dog or the gate or anything my husband's like screw that i'm still walking through it but the oh old God. woman ends up yeah locking it because she can't handle it. She can't handle yeah, now all she's the drama. In these turf wars. Yeah, no, and I get it um, that she can't handle it. So she ends up blocking it. So meanwhile, the police are like, they're not do, they're not coming out before I got the good detective. So they're not coming out because this is all over four week period. Okay, yeah. it's a very slow process dealing with this, and the police. They say you can file a complaint at the court, and you can let the court handle it. So I file the complaint at the court. And the clerk is like, well, you're going to have to go before the judge because you're going to have to prove that you have probable cause. We can, we're not just going to, you know, you're not, we're not just going to bring her into court. So I said, okay. So I had to go before the judge. And I'll tell you, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But I, th- I, my sense what sold him was when I told him about the dog's behavior with the other neighbor and the other neighbor saying that they were told the dog isn't good with people. And then I think he was like, yeah, that dog shouldn't be purposefully brought near anybody. Because if you're telling someone your dog isn't good with people, let's give her the benefit of doubt. She just happened to be outside with a dog. Why would you bring a dog while you're yelling at two people that's not good with people that you know could attack them? Why would you bring that near them? If that dog had attacked you guys, she could be really put in jail. She'd be put in jail. The dog would be dead. But... So, okay. Thank so, God that didn't happen. The judge rules I have probable cause. We end up going to court-ordered mediation. We had one mediation. We have to go back for a second one, which hasn't happened yet. So we go for the mediation. Um, the first mediation, the reason we have to have a second one is because the mediator was horrible. The way it works in Berkeley Heights is it's a citizen of the community, and they're trained to mediate. And this guy really was not trained to mediate. So <laughs> he did a bunch of things that were wrong that you're not supposed to do in the mediation, which is why they're going to try to do it again. So uh, the best part of the mediation is that we both get to tell our stories, right? So Alex was there because he was part of the incident. And in her version of the story, she's minding her own business on her lawn, letting her dog out to pee. And, you know, comes over to us to tell us not to walk there. And that I no, that I came across the lawn and I said to her, are we going to do this or what? That I, like, threatening to fight her, she said. I was like, I don't talk like that. Are we going to do this or what? Like, did I put on my brass knuckles and get ready to rumble? Like, I don't understand. Is this West Side Story? I started You probably said, when she probably came at you, you might have said something like, are you really doing this? (laughs) I didn't even say that. You didn't say anything. No, I tried to keep walking. And that's when I said, we don't have to talk to you because I didn't want to engage with it. So she's creating a story about you... Totally. And so I said to the, I said, I said, Yikes. so, uh, I, are we going to do this or what? I'm going to fight you in front of my son. Yeah. And in front of a German so shepherd. A- Alex was, ter- Alex was horrified. And I was like, this is a good lesson because yeah, people suck and they lie. And she's totally lying about uh, what happened to to make herself look good? I will say this though: the mediator did say to me, he said, uh, "You." Uh, he's like, I said, I said, I didn't say that. 
He's like, I know, because she would have filed a counter complaint that you threatened her. So she never filed one. So this was a new thing to throw into the mediation to make herself look good. Or, yeah, not even look good to try to explain her assault. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. The bottom line is this. After all this, were we right to cross on that property and go through the gate? 100%. We had permission. We we verified the permission. Yes, 100% correct. At the end of the day, if that dog had come loose and hurt me or my son, who cares if we were right? We would be hurt. The signs were there that she is unraveling mentally. The poop, which I cannot prove that she put there, the yelling at my husband, right? The crying and what the old woman relayed to me just a couple of days before this happened, okay? Just a few days before. The crying, her assessment of the situation, this is the final straw. I should have looked at the warning signs. I really honestly am sorry that I didn't listen to the warning signs because I, I rather I should have my I needed to keep my son. I never thought she'd go after my son. I, I, I wasn't completely sure about me or my husband. Like when my husband would walk the dog, it got to the point where I would watch him go through and watch him come out because I wasn't I was worried about his safety. The minute my gut started telling me to worry about his safety or any of our safeties, I should have stopped. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying because and it's what you said in the very beginning of a lot of us get so stuck on being quote unquote right. Yes. That we start to sacrifice our safety. Right. And safety is so important. So is freedom, which right. is where you're finding the balance. Right. right. Because you did on one hand, you were like, well, why am I going to listen to this bitch? Right. You know, but but the truth is, is um, yeah, yeah. Keeping yourself out of drama and safe. Um, but I get why it happened right. because you also were kind of like, who's this? Totally. Especially yeah. because there hasn't, but we haven't had a very good relationship since we've moved. So in. what's it like now when you see her? Like, do you just avoid? We each just other? don't look at each other and avoid each other. Um, I put up a bunch of security cameras now, so I feel a lot safer um, in terms of. <laughs> I'll get the if something happens again, it's going to be on video. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, unfortunately that's the way it ha that's the way it is in these situations because there are all kinds of crazy neighbor situations going on. You know, I will say too, you know, it's just hilarious cause there's just such a fraudulent element of it too. And, and this, this is something I want to bring up too. this faux spirituality. Okay. This, this, uh, <laughs> Well, she's a yoga, so she's a yoga yeah, yeah. teacher. And if you look at the bio on her yoga website, it's hilarious because it's all about how yoga has brought her, you know, a calmness and peacefulness. I'm telling you, that's not very calm or peaceful behavior charging across the lawn with a psychotic German shepherd. Yeah. With a child there. Like what I can still can't get over is that she thought it was okay to do this with the child there. But it's this faux spirituality. It's like, oh, if I do, like, because I'm flexible now, I'm some sort of like yogi. I'm more in touch with, with, I don't know, the universe. No, you're still a raging bitch. You can just put your leg behind your goddamn head. Who cares? I think it's a, it's a, it happens when, I mean, you really see it because only people who have a lot of money have this time for this faux spirituality <laughs> because it's not cheap to be faux, like it's not cheap. The, the yoga lessons, the classes to become an instructor, none of that's cheap. The gear, the whole image, like 
Being spiritual is super fucking expensive. Well, yes and no. You're, we're talking about, right? Because I'm right, spiritual. The wrong, the wrong spiritual. And, and look, I still yeah. spend a lot of money um, to go to my classes, but like it's not easy. Do you know what I mean? For Those me, are different classes though. That's true. Okay. You're, the, the, these, uh, I was reading something about how yoga is really uh, not what it's supposed, like it's not supposed to be like $80 a class or $50 a class. Like that's not what the practice of yoga is supposed to be about. But no, I think I think there's definitely a difference between this because you are spiritual and this is someone who claims to be spiritual and that's why it's fun. So how would you say, because I'm, you know, I'm in it. So it's for, I agree with what you're saying where I've met a lot of people in the spiritual world where you can call yourself a thing it doesn't make you that yeah so I'd like to ask you and then I can later give my perspective although maybe I'm biased but I would love to hear for you what is the difference then between someone who's faux spiritual and someone that you feel is quote-unquote real I mean that's such a funny word well, I mean, but you know what I'm, I mean I'm basically comparing you to her because you are to me truly spiritual person like obviously you would never engage in an act like that um I think a truly spiritual- <laughs> taking my dog out and like Jada did snap at someone once and I felt mortified and it was completely accidental well she did feel mortified when it was somebody else but when it was me and my son she did not feel mortified right because when well, the when it's right snapped- but I would never ever use Jada as like a, a weapon. weapon like are you kidding me which by the way Jada is like a little chihuahua <laughs> so like the idea of Jada as a weapon you know what I mean <laughs> you're like um, Kate no one thinks Jada's no a killing machine she, I know she's a but purse she's a little dog sweetie. she could sit but in a she, would, she will attack if she has to <laughs> she will attack if she has to she's sassy she's, she's a sassy, sassy lady yeah you don't want to mess with Jada thank you yeah, Look, see you're getting on board everybody don't fuck with Jada you don't fuck with Jada you hear me she'll tell you or me yeah um first of all i've gotten to know you so well you you are what you say you are thank you yeah you live what you say you live and you're always working on yourself and trying to do better and you and i have known each other i don't know two years now is that crazy yeah two longer when i first met you at well that was long long but really hanging out hanging out two years yeah um and we've had some bumps. Yeah. Because we're both very strong, opinionated women. Absolutely. Who do not hold back or act fake with each other. But I think that you have helped me in the way we go about dealing with those bumps too. And that comes yeah. from your spirituality and from the things you have learned through your school and healing. Your and it's healing because work. of you too and your willingness to... like Because we too, when we hit bumps, what I think is really cool about us... We're cool taking space. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, they feel guilty. Yeah. Putting the space in. And I think we always knew, we at least I did. I was hopeful that right. we were going to get, you know, but, but we put a lot of space in between some bums to get through them. Well, and I think there's a willingness to look at it and look yes. at your part in it. And yes. that's the thing that's missing from 90% of the world, like this woman, right? Yes. Because after this, now some time has passed. I still have to go through this next mediation, but it's like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, what is my role in this? My role is that, yes, I saw her unraveling. I did. And I knew it was getting bad. And I should have backed away. So that's where I have to I accept my fault. Yeah. And and that's what I was telling my, my son. And he's like, but she was wrong. I was like, I know. And I'm not saying that you don't stand up for yourself when you're right. But you have to evaluate. You have to evaluate what situations to do it in. Like road rage. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. 
because like I read this horrible article about a woman and her two kids. They're on their way to the doctor's office. Some road rage incident happened. The guy followed them to the doctor's office. No. This is in Colorado. Shot them. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's the thing. You don't know who's unhinged sometimes. And things like road rage, things like, yeah, we should have just avoided the craziness um, that don't matter. I would never tell him to back down on something that matters where you're defending someone who's being hurt or beaten or, you know, their rights are being oppressed. No, you have to speak up for that stuff. Fucking walking the dog across the lawn now, I realize. Just should have left her alone. I And what a beautiful message and lesson to learn. And yeah. even I need to hear that, yeah. you know, because we do get so set in. It's not just being right. That's a huge element. But it's like, this is what I want to do, though. Like, right. this is my right. And it's it's funny because we're talking about her inability to surrender plans. But it's on both ends, right? We were like, no, no, no. Like, I use that gate. It saves me half an hour. Right. Like, this is the way it has to be. This and like, yeah. and and a lot of times, the truth is, and I've had to really go into this part, is that the universe has our back. So somehow it might seem like, if I can't use that gate, my life's fucked. It's going right. to add. And yet, when that gate closed, we something else out. opened up. Right. Yes. And, you know, we drive the dog to the park. It's fine because we really don't have that extra time in the morning. Um, And yeah, it's something else opened up. But I think, first of all, my son will never forget this incident for for better or for worse. Okay. Well, now Um, he knows that there are some people to really. Yeah, because, you know, he's going to go off to college. And, uh, you know, when you you, he's going to be living because I look back on it now. We know so much more about mental illness and people, you know, these kinds of incidents and people that uh, but that we didn't know then. So you were just like kind of knew that person when you should stay away from them, but you didn't really like, he's going to go away. I'm going to, I'm hope that he realizes that when he encounters that kid on his floor in the dorm, who everybody's convinced is going to, you know, yeah. do something bad. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just stay away from him. Maybe don't poke, 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 don't poke him with a stick. Don't, don't, you know, maybe even say, Hey, how are you? And it sounds like, on a deep level, this woman wanted to be friends. Like I think like in a I, weird, I have, I'm not going to speak for her. Of course. But, but it, I'm going to guess yes. because I know you and yeah. your power and your light and right. your humor um, and the draw you have. I'm sure there's a part of her that just wanted to connect with you and then felt that you were a threat because she couldn't be you or something. Right. And then had to do a whole other thing. So you know, I'll talk about this tattoo real quick. Yeah. I won't go too much into Please. it. But okay. So I'm getting, I don't want to describe it yet because it's like going to take a bit more time, but I am getting a full sleeve. And um, so like shoulder to wrist. Good for you. Thank you. And it's going to take some time to get there um, and also money. So it's going to, it's going to be a process, but the thing I'm making right now, there are only a couple sections of it. And when it's not fully done, you don't get the sense. So like I went to a party um, Saturday and I could feel some people like judging what it is. So because they're looking at it like, what's she getting on her? And I could. (laughs) And once again, I don't want to go into what it is right now, but um, I felt the judgments. And at first I took it personally and I was like, no, like here I come in with like this saran wrap wrapped around my arm. My hair is kind of funky colored, like you know, I have to realize that like I am drawing attention to myself. Like 
if some people are shit talking me, it's even if they think it's because they don't like me, it's be, it's something's going on that they, right. you know, and I just kind of like, go, OK, like I'm not going to take that in because one of my friends let me know they were like they were talking like, who's that girl with the, you know, beep on her arm and, and I was like, Ugh. and then I was like, no, like, that's OK. Like some people. They almost like you too much than they want to hate you right. for being you. Because that's me entering that party, right. not knowing a lot of people, being like, this is who the fuck I am. I'm right. not going to apologize. I'm not going to like be demure because it makes you more comfortable. Yeah. And some people, and I think because you're Ritu. Yeah. No. And I think there might be some element that because like it, there have been in 10 years, so many instances where we have been friends and every time we're not friends, it's because she's just closes it off and stops talking to me. So finally, like the last time I was just like, that's good. And I'm not, I'm never opening. Now, now the door will never be open because how many times do you go back and forth with this stuff? Like, I mean, come on. But um, I mean, sure, I'm sure there's some, I'm not for everybody. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I am a strong personality. I have strong opinions. Yeah, but you're great. Thank you. I think, I think that overall I am. I, uh, I think especially since I, you know, stopped drinking three years ago, that while I was always great, there's more of a softness to me. Um, I can feel you softening by the day and month, actually. Yeah. Seriously. Thank you. Well, you came in today when I called you hippie Ritu. Like, you got the earrings (laughs) dangling. You're like, hello. I think that's because I didn't have to be with my husband and son all weekend. I just like got in touch with Ritu again, which was amazing because I stayed out in Long Island. And everywhere is by the beach and you just smell it in the air. And Aww. it was good. It was good. Yeah, it you got a, a beach weekend. you got a beach vibe to you. Yeah, right now. that's how I felt this weekend. I was like, Oh, you used to be I mean, I don't know if anyone who knows me ever cry describe me as chill. But anytime you don't have a kid or a husband, you're definitely more chill than when you do have a kid and a husband. Like that's just those aren't chill activities. Well, <laughs> I think I think there's like a misperception about women like me and you yeah not to group us together but like when you are wild and when you try to stay untamed in this society or this world as a woman um it's almost like oh she's unstable or something and it's like no I'm actually more chilled out than the people pretending right to have it so together right because you can count on me both of us will always tell you the truth I don't fucking lie well I actually think Yes, I think that I think what you're saying is right. But I think if you start talking to other women that they always appreciate knowing who you are and knowing like like the women I hang out with the, in the in the burbs or wherever, um, they're real and they're not pretending to be something else. And um, I can't imagine living my life trying to pretend trying to be what I think I'm supposed to be, whether it be, you know, peace yeah. and serenity, like, yeah, just no, that's exactly. You have to be your authentic yeah. self. And I think people appreciate that because, uh, and it is a little kooky and a little quirky and it's definitely opinionated, but you know where you stand. Yes. And I think what makes me different than a lot of the quote unquote spiritual people is that I've realized on this path that part of being authentic is claiming my inner bitch. Right. You know, so like I don't claim to be a saint. Like I wrote a rap song called whack ass pussy I don't know if I'm gonna release it or not yet yeah I don't it for me it's about honoring this primal reaction within right and saying well that's a cunty place in me right but it exists so let me make a space for it I have not yet decided what I want to do with that right I haven't right and I'm working with healers around 
even that song. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I want to make sure I express myself, but I'm not acting out. Right. And I don't want to hurt anyone. And yet I want to claim the pardon me that's rageful and angry and like, and I think that's the balance we all need to find. But like when you're pretend, when you're spiritual, that does not remove your angry parts. Right. It, it turns you inward and and it says, how do I want to express these? Right. And the most appropriate way. Right. And that's why I don't know if I'm going to release it or not. Right. Because I don't, I genuinely, my path is about claiming my truth, but also not purposefully hurting others. Right. And it's very interesting to be an artist or a comedian and say, I want to express my truth without bashing other people. Right. It's very, it's a, it's a balance. Because obviously I don't feel warm fuzzy towards this woman, but the purpose wasn't to come here and bash anybody. It really wasn't. It really was because I feel like I learned such a valuable lesson through this process, such an important lesson that I, because this is the other problem. This is the other thing. Um, in this political climate with what's happened with Trump in office, I'm sorry. Uh, People who are wrong are more emboldened to voice and act out. Um, I don't want to use the word crazy, uh, even though I feel our president's crazy. I'm not going to get into politics, right? But just that this this um, this political climate has empowered people who maybe shouldn't be empowered to speak and act on how they feel. And I think, I mean, I think Trump has been a catalyst yeah. for these things to arise Correct. because I I don't prefer I prefer people speaking their hate than holding it in because right. that's when shit really goes down okay. which I think you saw yeah. actually I yeah. think I think the more we can it, it's a really tricky balance mm-hmm. Trump's not nailing it at all right. obviously <laughs> um but I think we want a president and we don't want um, Clinton either. Right. We want someone who's going to speak the truth, including rage over the way the environment's going right. and the way political systems are broken. Like we need someone who can claim that rage honestly, but then not act on it or pick up their Twitter. And, right. You know what I mean? So, right. So that's what we're kind of looking for, not just out of a president, but the way but he's, people. he reacts to things has given people this. This ab- I think people were already there. I think, I think, uh, yes, I think the whole climate is people starting to explode. People are either learning how to go within. Right. And ride these waves and take lessons. Yeah. And, and willing to see their part or their role in it, like you said. That to me is the way, right? When right. you get triggered, the person triggering you, it's making you look at a place within yourself you have yet to rectify right. and then seeing your role. That's how I would love people to go, including myself. I'm constantly seeing parts of myself. And I'm like, oh, shit. Right. I can't believe I did that, right. you know, without caving into shame and embarrassment, which right. I'm learning. But like the people who just want to stay in victimhood, yeah, they're the ones that end up exploding because, you know, it... it this person's doing this to me. This person's doing. I can, and then we get a knock on the door. Yes, Shane. I told you to set a timer and to get it out. No, I said I'm putting your Indian food in. Set a timer and take it out. No, I said for the Indian food two to three times. Take it out. It's your food, and turn off the oven. Shaney, close the door. Oh my gosh, Shane. <laughs> This is why I ask you to listen to me. Shane, it was like 11. I get it. But like, I was trying to talk to you for like an hour. 
and you were still in bed. That was your Indian food. I said, set a timer for 25, turn off the oven and take it off. Please turn off the oven and take it out. If you can't eat it, you can't eat it. And close the door, Shane. Hashtag parenting, everyone. <laughs> Shane, close the door, dude. We're... I'm, I'm not happy with you right now. I told you something, you didn't listen to me, and then you interrupted the podcast two times. You're being a rude dude. You're being a rude... You know what? Then you're going to have to end up waking up at 1030. Mister, I mean... Oh, and then he closes the door. <laughs> I he feel like home. I think, yeah, he's but been he's sleeping in till noon or one. Teen, I know, teen I can't handle it. He's like... Get his butt up. I know, I like feel bad. I, I'm, there's another balance of trying to give my son autonomy yeah and not and be I do not want to control him at all right and yet sometimes I'm doing it too much where I'm like wait no like you help me do the dishes yes or like Shane it's 1 p.m. Yes. get out of bed you know there's a balance I probably fall my ear started the- ringing so much when I said that it's great I could almost not hear anything so I don't know what that means maybe the universe is like yes you're allowed to parent your kid you are <laughs> I mean I probably go too far the other way was that I too have much a lot too of to me like what can you please I'm not gonna Dr. Don't, ask me, don't ask me to do that fine because I would love to hear your opinion oh, genuinely on on that interaction okay. was I being a bitch no, because you told him I get it because him, Alex not listening to me is the thing that drives me berserk. Like I've said it to you and I'll say, it's like I've repeated it 10 times. But I, I literally said to him, you. I put Indian food in the oven for you. Set a timer. I'm going to be podcasting. Right. Turn off the oven. Take it out. You need to make him look at you and repeat back what you said when it's important. Like we're podcasting okay. or there's something. I feel bad oven. doing that, but I need to. No, but you need to because I need I do that with my son. When it's not important, I don't do that, and he doesn't listen, and then we yell, and then whatever. But uh, the other thing is, I don't think, no, make them get up. Like, I was like, I know it's summer, but you still have to do things. And I he has a whole chore list now that he does. And he does it happily, believe it or not. Amazing. Yeah. Like, he cleans his own bathroom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, do it. All right. Shane. It's like, I feel bad. Shane's going to be like, I don't want Ritu coming over to podcast <laughs> anymore. Well, he's pretty good about chores when I ask him. I just have this weird thing where I almost like want to baby him or something. Yeah. Well, because they're getting older and you're like, no, don't. No, don't do that. Yeah. And like, I I just want him to like me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I'm like, I want my kid to like me. Like, I don't want to be an asshole. You're first of all, your kid adores you. You do not have to worry about that. Just be a parent. You're fine. Okay. How many moms go skateboarding with their kids? I know. And take a fucking wipe. Yeah. Land, yeah. Oh, my get God. Get the wind knocked right. out of them. You really got hurt that time. <laughs> I forgot. That was a while ago. I got now. a little cocky. Yeah. Not even, My version of cocky was just moving. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was like, oh, this is fun. And then <laughs> the board went whoop. And I just landed so hard on like my Cossack's bone or whatever like yeah. and oh my god like I was having reverberations in my butt and vagina for like <laughs> seriously like I remember I dropped them off to school like and two days later and it, I don't have <laughs> you know what honestly I want to say I don't think anyone has a whack ass oh, pussy right, I right. do want to say that because <laughs> I'm a lover of women and empowering them that song is about allowing yourself to feel primal anger jealousy but the truth but I don't want to pick apart anyone's 
vagina. And right. and for the record, I really do think I don't want to say everyone has a good one because that sounds crazy, but right. kind of like right. it's about how you love your body and take care of it. Right. So I want everyone to know, like, I'm sure your vagina is wonderful. Right. Like, like I'm not here to tear <laughs> it apart for real. That right. that song is about saying it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be hurt and it's okay to express it. I do not know what I'm going to do with that song yet. Right. You know, so I just want to, you guys, everyone's on this journey with me who's been listening yeah. of like going within and finding out how to find this balance that you're talking about too of like expressing yeah. and, and getting justice, but also staying safe and yeah. not hurting others. Yeah. And um, it's a really interesting balance to express your feelings, but not hurt other people yeah. and keep yourself safe. I'm still discovering it. I will always keep you guys updated and Ritu will keep coming on too. Yes. Thank you for having me, Kate. I had a great time. Thanks for coming in and expressing this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, If anybody wants to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Ritu Chandra. And I would love to hear, uh, hear from you about it. I definitely would actually. And what are some shows that you run? Do you still run that show in New Jersey? I run a show in Morristown, New Jersey, a monthly show. The next one's this Thursday. This probably won't be out in time. Then we take August. It'll be out uh, late Wednesday night, Thursday. Oh, okay. So, so Thursday, and listen. I'm closing the show. So if you want to hear me trying to make this funny on stage, <laughs> this tragedy, because that's what we do, uh, please come out. Uh, it's at South Street Social, 13 South Street, Morristown. Uh, you can find the information on my social media as well. And then um, the next one will be September 13th there. We take August off. So. Amazing. Yep. And I will do that show at some Yay. point. I'm so, yeah. I'm going to send you dates. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, totally. And definitely go see her show. And um, I don't even know if it's time to wrap up yet, but we t- I, we can wrap up while also telling okay. some more tidbits yeah. and facts. Go ahead. Well, let's see. So this is coming out uh, after Dragon Sorcery. Oh, okay. My August Dragon Sorcery yeah. is uh, August 29th. Nice. Seven o'clock at New York Comedy Club. Yay. I don't know who the comics are yet. Oh, okay. I'll get into a little bit of a juicy. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll share something. I won't. I'm going to share it so respectfully, though. So, um, okay. So I had, I can't believe I'm sharing this. I had a certain lineup um, for my Dragon Sorcery show coming out. And I had four people that, yeah, I love and whatever, whatever. I ended up getting into a fight with one of them and kicking him off the show last minute. And I feel bad about it to be honest, because it was like, I was like, you're off the show. It's like two days before this person's, but it's a show. You can't have someone on it. It's not just like a regular comedy lineup. It's like you're interacting with them because you and I had an issue. Thank you for bringing and that up. I remember we both were very much like, yeah, this isn't a good idea because we're not in a good place with our friendship. So how would I go on and be on stage with you at the same time? Not just on stage, me entering your soul yeah, now with a tarot. It was exactly right. It was that kind of situation. Right. And I felt bad being the one right. to say it. But I knew that I wouldn't it would be irresponsible of me. Absolutely. To address this person's issues and go in like right. that with us being in, in the tense, tenses of where I was very angry. Right. Um, and, and I just was like, yeah, no, I can't feel this. And then also enter this person's soul and give them advice when it's a toxic thing at the moment. Right. So, um, yeah, so I changed. One person canceled, and that was a non-dramatic thing. One person was supposed to be on, and he got like a high-paying gig. And I was like, yeah, of course, right. go do your thing. But then, um, yeah, another person, we got into a fight. And and I, you know, once again, I don't like things ending in uh, 
destructive, sad ways. And either do you, obviously. Right. I'm, I'm once again, even in that situation, I'm like, okay, I did want, I think, actual space from this person. Not that I talked to this person much at all, but right. like it still felt like I needed distance. Um, and I went and now I have it, but it ended up, I ended up getting it in a way that had a blow up to it. Right. And I, and, and I don't know if I feel bad about it or not. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm trying to understand about myself. I'm like, a part of me feels bad that it went that way. And another part of me is like, it had to go that way. It had to go that way. So, so I don't know. I don't think blowing up is always a bad thing. Like, like, I mean, I'm married. So there are blow sometimes where it comes to a blow up and it's okay. We, we live, we get through it. And I think that's, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in this situation, but I don't sometimes even think it you blow up and you, and like, it's good yeah. for people like my son to see they blew up at each other and now they figured it out and they're not mad. Yes. And, and this person I hope will always be in my life one way or the other, but like there was some, I guess, still lingering enmeshment um, that on my end needed to be. I'm almost thinking, I don't mean this in a bad way. Like, it's like, you know, when plants start to like, it's like, I almost felt like I had to rip the plant away or something like, yeah, it just felt like, yo, seriously, back the fuck up. Right. Um, And, and maybe he felt the same way about me and didn't know it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because we still end up giving each other advice that the other one doesn't want. (laughs) There's a lot of that that goes on. Is there not? Of course. And, and for me, I can hide it in the fact I'm a healer, right? right? So it's like, wait, but I'm a healer, don't you? And it's like, even then, if someone doesn't want your advice, they don't want your they don't advice. want your advice. Totally. So, so I'm sure on both ends, you know, it, it, we were both like, back the fuck up, yeah, you know. So, yeah, so that happened. It, it's so funny as you do this work, you know, you get closer to some people, further from others, and it can work in ebbs and flows, and it's just tricky. Well, that's what that's what life is, right? Amen, I mean, in sister. general. Yeah. Amen, Beachery, too. Yay. <laughs> She's so beachy today. We have to take a picture to post. Okay. I look like a skank bot right now. <laughs> my hair is so greasy. My arm is completely don't. wrapped in you red cellophane don't. protecting my very delicate peeling tattoo. You honestly look great. You always you. look great. I love you. Thank yeah. you. I feel like a hot mess, but that's okay. <laughs> um, all right. So also where to find me. I said the Dragon Sorcery Show. My album 1111 you yes. can find. Um, I don't know. My website, thekatewolf.com. Oh, and please get healings. Um, I, I still get a lot of people um, sending messages and emails, which is great. I cannot get back to a lot of them. But like if you're going through something, um, get a healing. Yeah. Like literally like I offer those. So if you if you're going through something and you really need advice that's going to take time for me to process and listen, get a healing. So it's kwolf27 at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming on, Rita. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.